I'm Gabs. And I'm Liz. And welcome, and welcome to, to Their Tropes, Their Tropes Battle for, for Dominance. Sorry in advance, guys. I'm still kind of getting over a cold. Um, cause, well, more like con plague, but it's not, it's not COVID, I promise. Just, you know, feeling very icky from, uh, lack of sleep and partying. That's uh, cons for you. Yes, and without I, we drink- haven't done it in two years, yeah. so I'm a little out of, uh, practice. My body is like, what the fuck, bitch, you're in your mid-twenties now, you can't do this anymore. Yeah, it's like, you, first of all, you took a break from doing this, and now you're, like, two years older, like, you... literally it's so funny because it's it's really been two years since like you know our last con almost and so like Mm -hmm. to to go back into it swinging the way we did saturday night it was fun and you know obviously everyone had their mask on and stuff but i won't lie i was very drunk and definitely might have kissed a friend or two um (laughs) It was really funny because we were cosplaying Genshin Impact. A vaccinated friend or two. Oh, yeah. No, part of the reason I actually went to the con is because, like, vaccinations were required to get your badge. So, like, everybody was vaccinated and you had to wear a mask the whole time. Like, if you didn't wear a mask, you got kicked out. So, like, the only times people weren't wearing their masks were when they were, like, actively drinking or, in my case, kissing a friend. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, uh, shout out to Izzy and Shiloh for... uh, both for all three of us getting really drunk and um in Genshin cosplay Saturday night and looking at each other and being like we haven't Love kissed it. before <laughs> like let's change that. oh my god because we were talking we we're like yeah every you know like all our friends like we've all touched each other's boobs and whatnot and I was like yeah and I've kissed like all my friends and they were like both of them were like you haven't kissed me and I was like let's fix oh, that right now wow, that's fucked <laughs> we up just, we just went for it like <laughs> And Nick oh is God. off to the side talking to Alyssa and just, like, pauses and is staring at us as we're all, like, kissing. And he's like, okay. <laughs> he's like, I've just accepted it. <laughs> to be fair, Nick, like, really doesn't care. I have kissed many friends before with express permission. This was the only time in our entire relationship where I've kissed first, asked later, like, second. Yeah. And he was like, you know, I don't care. And I was like, I feel so bad. bad. And he's like, he's like, I don't care. Yeah. Like... <laughs> It's like, I know you love me. Like, I know this is, yeah. It, like, listen, you and I basically all but kissed, like, two days after Nick and I started dating. Because we Well, yeah, we were cosplaying Mikasa. Uh, you can't say that anymore. Oh, my gosh. That's sorry, we were, cosplay- we were cosplaying Hole. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, for anyone un- unaware, they recently rebranded the cowboy character in Overwatch. You know- I'm actually good at calling him Cassidy. I just haven't called the ship name. Yeah, anywhere. the ship name is where I'm struggling too. Like Hold. I've usually been able to pick up on Cass and Cassidy, Cassidy? but um, like saying. But... And then for anybody unaware of like why they did it, it's because his original name was named after a named abuser in the Blizzard lawsuit case. Yeah, uh, he was a World of Warcraft dev, and they um, were like, you know, we're gonna change it. Uh, and, like, this character it, it, was not... specifically named after yeah. him. Like, he was given this name for this person specifically. Right. And, and, like, I agree that majority of players don't associate the character with, you know, the real person and don't really care. But uh, you have to keep in mind that, like, this was mostly, like, this was done by, like, actual Overwatch developers, you know, current ones, ones yeah. who weren't involved you know, in this case, and who don't want their employees who were subjected to To, the abuse of these people to, like, keep being reminded of their names every time they go to work. So And honestly, Cassidy is growing on me. I I never had an issue with Cassidy. 
I do have an issue with Cole. I think that is such a shitty name. No, but now it makes the best best ship name whole. I just think, I just think (laughs) that Colt or Dave... Colt would, would have been, been so, so much, much better. better. Colt in general, yeah. like, like it's just such a it's such an easy cowboy thing. Yeah, you know? but then we wouldn't have hole. Okay, I get it. We have hole, <laughs> whatever. But like, um, have you thought about how uh, the fucking uh, Mercy and him like have such a bad ship name now? It's just he, he his old name, just like the Mick part of it, like was such an easy ship name for every oh, character yeah. imaginable because you just threw that in front of the character's name and that and was it their was ship. everything. Whereas now you have fucking hole. <laughs> <laughs> I love hole though. I do say um Mercity is growing on me. Like Mercy Oh and that's cute. That that like name is that. growing on me. Um hole, like I can't I refuse to look at it as any other name. It has to be it's whole. So I don't care if they, funny. Like, people come up with another name for it. It's whole it's, now. It's whole it's the funniest thing ever. I love it. Yes. I adore it. Oh and um, since we last recorded, I don't know if it happened since we last recorded or like you know after we last recorded. But regardless, uh, speaking of Overwatch, I'm officially a GM player, meaning like Woo! I have cracked the top one percent of players in the country, which is pretty fucking cool. I'm so proud of you. Ooh, ooh, um, ooh, gamer girl blushes. moment. Um, which it's just it's really fun. I'm excited, and um, I can't say anything yet because I don't want to jinx it, and it's not set in stone. But uh, I am once again. I decided I wasn't going to go to anime when I see it, and then I was like, okay, wait, I'm going to go because I got this really cool potential opportunity. Yeah. And I'm not saying what yet. Liz already knows because, like, you yes. know, the second happened, I was like, Liz, can I come? Can I stay with yes. you again? Um, yeah. <laughs> and um, but it, I, I imagine by the time we next record, or at least by the time the next episode airs, I'll be able to talk about it, yeah. so I'll talk about it then. But, like, uh, y'all should just stay tuned for us at Anime NYC. And if anybody's going to Anime NYC and, like, wants to, oh like, say gosh, hi, yeah. like... Blushes, Because, you know, clearly we have such a large fan base. Um, <laughs> and and oh, one more thing before we, like, get into the actual, you know, episode that you guys came here for. Shout out to our listeners in Australia and the UK and Germany for yeah. like really growing in our uh like demographics. Um we love it. We especially Australia, like you guys make a significant chunk. And it's not like just one person, you know, in like one place. Like it shows us like the the city or town or like, you know, province. Not that being creepy or anything. Yeah, that's like... just the demographics that are given to us yeah. by like spot I think Spotify is the one who provides it. Yeah. But it's it's really cool. Uh seeing how many different people are like listening, um and like where they're listening. So hi Aussies. Uh this one goes yeah. out to you guys for um being sexy and cool yeah. um, um i gotta brag a little bit yes tell me liz what? tell us tell us um i got into another grad school program i got a twelve thousand dollar scholarship Woo! and i was one of 24 people accepted into the entire program Woo! i'm so excited for you. this is one that you wanted more than the other acceptance yes right? and because one it's closer to home so i can live at home and they're partnering and they they just got like two million dollars to a lot of their health like their health programs to partner oh, with awesome. um new york's biggest hospital system so um that's fantastic it's dude. like it's was in my top three so i'm literally yeah, so excited for you i am so and they also just got a huge esports like Ooh. club so i'm like hello <laughs> hello we about to see liz back on the overwatch grind um honestly yeah <laughs> Liz and I are actually gonna we have plans to play um, overwatch after we record so it, yeah. it feels like freshman year all over again I the thing is I like playing overwatch with friends 
Yeah. I hate playing it alone, and now I kind of have a little bit of motivation to continue playing it. I mean, I'm also more than happy to always give you tips, too, for, like, yes. improving, but it's also fun to just chill and, like, play with you. Mess around, yeah. Yeah, I just, I miss the days when Zim was considered a support still, and, like, we'd um, have and- our whole friend group, like, go into quick play and would be like, alright, everybody play support. And and I'd be the Sim main. <laughs> yeah, Liz was our Sim main. I don't know, you were, like, a Reaper main up. at the time. <laughs> or you were, like, was- a Reaper Diva main. I was, I would maybe play Reaper if I was playing DPS. Yeah, that was before um, Roll Q, so. Yeah, I would really only play, like, D.Va, though. Yeah. And now I've branched out to playing some Zarya and Ooh. Sigma. Um, yeah. Fun. Yeah. I feel but, that, because at the time, I was, like, a Mercy one trick, and now I play, like, every character. So, <laughs> I feel yeah. that in terms of branching out. Yes, um, but I guess we should get into the episode. Oh, maybe? You, you think so? Maybe, maybe, um, So I got to pick this week. Um, oh, also, another quick side note. Just thanks for, like, the support on our latest Fifty Shades stuff. I've noticed that uh, that's been, like, exponentially growing in terms of people Woo! interested. So uh, it's exciting. We actually have to get on top of recording those. <laughs> oh, my god! As gosh. we say every week. As every um, week, So yeah. I uh, chose... Playboy Bunny. I love it. This week because a like Halloween just passed, so I was, you know, thinking about all the bunny suits I saw. And also, like literally as I sat down to uh, write my notes earlier today, one of my friends, Ezra, the person who actually uh made the cover art for our podcast, like we called them. me. Like they FaceTime me out of nowhere and they were like, you know, feeling really conflicted about a Genshin bunny suit group. And I don't wanna like give anything away for what we ended up uh, deciding to do because but like I'll, I'll say this though none of them like minor characters or whatever quote-unquote are going to be in bunny suits that's the, so yeah. before anybody gets upset that's not what's happening it's a really cute idea but it got me thinking about bunny suits when you when gab says that she means characters that are like minors you said minor characters because that could oh yes like yes lesser... yeah i mean i mean like characters like fucking chi chi who is a six-year-old zombie you know like she's yeah in like a bunny suit but and you know but like uh we we had a good idea and if it happens um and I'll see if I can talk about it more. I don't know if it's actually going to happen. I want to hear about it, but tell me about it after. Yes. Um, so the Playboy Bunny, um, it's not really a trope. It's more so like it's really uh, only used in sex fix. I've never seen it used in anything that yeah. wasn't a porn. Like, and it's just plot. like it's a thing in pop culture. Yeah, I mean, it's a pop Playboy culture Playboy Bunnies yes. are iconic. Yes. And so I um, wanna, I just have a couple, couple things from like the actual like Playboy wiki that I wanted to like touch on. So like – you know, who are the Playboy bunnies? Um, you should mm-hmm. all know, obviously, they're, like, they're really noted by, uh, like, Playboy Magazine, Playboy Mansion, uh, with Hugh Hefner, all that stuff. If that's not ringing a bell, I really don't know what to tell you. Um, also, I'm well aware that Hugh Hefner was not a great person. Honestly, like, majority of the people involved in this industry yeah, were not we're great, great people, people. And I'm well aware of that. Um, it's more so just the outfit that I yeah. talk about. Um, and we are... Yes. yes, and we are sending our love to the woman who wore the Playboy yes. bunnies. Absolutely. Yes, and um, it's also important to note, like Playboy Mansion is not the only place where this happened. There's things called Playboy clubs, and those are like an mm-hmm. international thing. So, um, where you literally, it's as it sounds like you're, it's like a host club, but your hosts are literally Playboy bunnies. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I'll just I'll read from the notes I have. So there, this is a direct quote from Wiki. I I was too lazy to make my own notes. There are different. I was listen, Liz. I I'm so tired. No, that's literally all I do. That's all I fucking do. I just steal it. Wikipedia, don't come for us. Um, you are our best friend. So there are different types of bunnies, including the door bunny, 
Cigarette Bunny, Floor Bunny, Pool Bunny, Fine Dining Bunny, Playmate Bunny, and the Jet Bunnies, who are specifically selected bunnies trained as flight attendants and serve on the Playboy Big Bunny Jet. I want to be a pool bunny. <laughs> to become a bunny, women are first carefully chosen and selected from auditions. Bunnies then undergo thorough and strict training before officially becoming a bunny. Bunnies are required to be able to identify 143 brands of liqueur and known how to garnish 20 cocktail variations. Customers are not allowed to touch the bunnies and demerits are given if a bunny's appearance does not meet requirements and dating or mingling with customers is forbidden. And then they also talked a bit about stuff that the bunnies have to learn, which is, uh, so there's uh, a couple bunny required maneuvers that you have to learn if you're working I in a bunny uh, Playboy club. The, the amount you're saying bunny is making me so happy because bunny is just such a cute word. It is. That's why I'm enjoying saying it. <laughs> Not going to lie. Like, ah, I love it. it it's, it's a fun word to say. Um, so some of these stances include the bunny stance, which is a posture that you all the bunnies have to have in front of patrons. So that's like the typical like i'm ready to serve stance that you'll see like a lot of playboy bunnies um dressed like standing in so their legs are together the back is arched and their hips are like tucked under their back um when the bunny is resting or waiting to serve she has to do the bunny perch where she sits on the back of a chair sofa or railing without being too close to a patron and then there's also something called the bunny dip which was invented by um, who, the woman who's referred to as the perfect bunny, Kelly Collins. Uh, so to do the bunny dip, you have to gracefully lean backwards while bending at the knees with the left knee lifted and tucked behind the right leg. This maneuver allows the bunny to serve drinks while keeping her low-cut costume in place. Um, so, oh, uh, and then, oh, these strict regulations about, like, how they have to look and shit and how they have to act – were actually enforced by, like, undercover workers who, like, disguise themselves Jeez. as patrons. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, so it is a lot. It's, like, really fucked. Um, I don't know mm-hmm. if anything's changed. I imagine it hasn't, knowing how, like, the world, like, the service and entertainment industry um, I, I thought, um, I think I could be totally fucking wrong. Uh-huh. But I believe... I, who is Playboy owned by right now? I have no Hunter's idea. dead. Yeah, good riddance. Uh, let me see. I have no idea, but I mean, I'm sure that like in a, from a PR stance, everything looks great from the outside, but there's always going to be stuff going on inside that we have no idea about, and that's just unfortunately how it is. I will say though, um, or do you want to look it up, or do you want to just? Oh, I'm it? looking it up right now. Okay. So, um, wait, I'm just like trying to think. I'm just trying to like see because like I saw shit about it being like actually better. I'm sure um, anything is better though than. Hugh Hefner. So, to be fair, better doesn't mean good. Um. No, like I think like actually better, but I could be totally wrong and like remembering it differently. Um, if you guys know something, feel free to like let us know. Because... Yeah, you can keep talking about your notes while I look this up. Okay. Um. I thought... Wait. Sorry. Yes. Um. So I just I'm reading from an insider article. Um, uh-huh. So there, in September 2018, the Playboy Club in New York City reopened, complete with waitresses dressed as bunnies, and the magazine is rebranding to appeal to a younger generation. The 2019 summer issue featured not models or actresses, but instead three activists. Women are now playing a significant role behind the camera. It's a clear contrast to Playboy's origins, where a woman had very little autonomy. Uh, whether Playboy's efforts to be more empowering can save the magazine is remains to be seen. But um, it looks like they're actually trying to do something. So who knows if it's actually being better? But it, it looks like they're making an effort to use Playboy to 
empower women because mm-hmm. you know the female sexuality isn't necessarily a negative thing and can be used to empower women so if we give that power back to those women's themselves it mm-hmm. could be a really cool thing and yeah. so i enjoy that kind of direction so yeah that sounds great yes sorry my dad just text i'll deal with that later um, and then there's also um, the international popularity that can't be understated of, like, Playboy costumes and stuff. And a really notable one that even had its own section talked about in the Wiki uh, article was actually in Japan. Um, it's really, like, not considered associated with, like, the Playboy magazine, Playboy Mansion, all that. It's actually just kind of referred to as its own, like, bunny suit or bunny mm-hmm. girl outfit. And it's a frequent occurrence in manga and anime. Some notable characters are Haruhi Suzumiya, uh, Callan Stadfeld from Code Geass, Bulma in Dragon Ball, Haruku, Haruko Haruhara of uh, Fully Cooly, and the Daikon 3 and Daikon 4 opening animation, and then also uh, Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai, where, uh, like, obviously the word bunny girl is, like, literally used in the title, and mm-hmm. uh, my Sakurajima, the main character of it, is uh, wearing it. Um, and so bunny suits are, like, most commonly worn by female characters, but they're usually, they can also be worn by male characters, but it's usually more of, like, a comic effect. It's not, like, a sexy thing the way it is when women wear it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Uh, um, I was gonna say, with, it, like, with an anime, I mean, there's, like, literally whole, like, bunny suit lines of figures. Like, that's yes. a really popular figure thing. So characters who might not necessarily appear in a bunny suit in the anime they usually yes. will get a bunny suit figure and in Haruhi Suzumiya it's not only Haruhi the main title character who wears one um Mikuru Asahina also wears one and yes yeah I love Haruhi Suzumiya yes. so that's I have seen like two episodes of it that's all so but I, I know um, you know a lot about it's it it's so good I love it um and then uh also it should be noted that playboy bunnies shouldn't be confused with playboy playmates who are women who appear in the centerfold like pictorials of the playboy magazine but uh, some bunnies do become playmates and vice versa. So I uh, have two fix that we can choose from uh, depending mm-hmm. on uh, time. I we don't have to read through all of it. I just picked two mm-hmm. that I've seen bunny suits be really popular um, in fandom wise. I just scrolled down yeah. the second one. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, in my defense, I literally searched on archive of our own Playboy bunny, and these are from the first page of that so um, we have to read the second one we will we will we, we have read, to we'll read, so some of, we'll read just some of both we're not gonna read through all of it uh so um the title for this first one is it uh i'm just it's literally just called playboy bunny but because like that is a really popular title apparently and it's by an orphaned account so like you oh, can't Jesus Christ. yeah it's hard to find so for context it's a haiku iwa x oikawa fic um and it's explicit there it it's, mm-hmm. goes straight into the porn um there it's like post time skip so you know national players adults etc they're not like you know uh kids or whatever and um i i don't know how else to like describe it so you can find it on your own if you really want um if you really want it reach out to us i guess yeah remember when we used to post the fix we use (laughs) we did that for like one week (laughs) three weeks actually thank you very much because i did it but uh you know Uh, and then and then we just stopped uh yeah we probably should get back into doing that but um i barely have the energy to post on social media as it is so i just have barely have the energy to live yeah we're we're not <laughs> pushing it right now okay oh yeah definitely. so um i'll read for aikawa you'll read for iwazumi because it's aikawa's uh 
uh, point of view. There are some minor spoilers um, for post-time skip Haikyuu if you haven't gone to that, but also it's been out for several years, so get over it. Yeah. Cope, Wait, All right, bitch. so we're just going to it. Sorry. You're good. <laughs> I just, cope, bitch. Cope. Like, how <laughs> aside, as he hiked up the stairs, returning after celebrating with the Argentinian team, the celebration was surprisingly formal and well-paid for in a five-star restaurant, requiring him to wear a suit and everything. He looked forward to taking Iwazumi as his plus one and introducing him to the team while he was at it. He was sure Iwazumi meant well. Iwazumi always meant well, but he had wanted to spend some time with his boyfriend after spending all those years apart. Curse him for wanting to celebrate winning gold in the Olympics. He'd wanted more than just spending time together, of course, he admits, just like any other sexually deprived couple who had to maintain their long-distance relationship, Skype sex wasn't all that good. But Iwazumi had to go comfort his team. Oikawa remembers a time when Iwazumi used to comfort the Seijo team. After losing to Shira Torizawa time and time again, Oikawa could practically recite the entire Iwachan's feel-good speech by heart. <laughs> it was always the same thing, but hearing it out of Iwazumi's mouth never failed to make him feel better. So he understands when Iwazumi tells him that the Japanese team needs the same speech Oikawa got all those years ago. But it doesn't make it easier. Now he had to spend the greatest night of his life alone instead of in the arms of his lover. He had to sleep in a cold and empty bed while his boyfriend comforts that cocky blonde who can't keep his hands to himself. It's okay, he wasn't mad. He is a 28-year-old man who just won the Olympics. He can go to bed alone. After all, what's one more night? Oikawa opens his hotel room's door and flicked the lights on. He tiredly dropped the hotel card on the coffee table and staggered towards the bedroom. Oh. Oh, God. Oh, God, said Oikawa. Iwazumi drew one leg adorned with fishnets up slightly and smiled. I will say, I did imagine Oikawa being the oh, one in yeah, the same. when I heard. Like, I feel like it just fits him better but definitely. also i kind of like the surprise yeah i know? definitely agree i've read i've actually read stuff where akawa usually is the playboy bunny so this is this is just a pic i found mm-hmm. um yeah. so uh i i agree that i think the personalities are usually switched but it, it, it's nice in that like i think a lot of uh the haiku fandom like gets into that mm-hmm. dynamic where they're like he was a top like was a bottom ooh, ooh like you know real gay people don't matter um there's no such thing as switching there's yeah. only tops and bottoms so it, it was it's nice to see like i like the the switch up yeah you know? the switch up right um miss me oikawa he asked and rolled from his side onto his back displaying himself under oikawa's eyes start at the feet oikawa told himself <laughs> start at the feet <laughs> Iwazumi's feet look the same as they always did. Bare toes scuffed a bit, nails neatly trimmed. The fact that he knows this is kind of He's always seen his feet. He starts at the feet. When he reached the ankles, though, he found that Iwazumi had wrapped his lower legs in a crisscross of furred leather straps. Pink fur. Oikawa could feel his jaw fall slack. Iwazumi's legs showed through the fishnets as Yoraikawa's eyes up up to see the black leather crop top and matching lace panties iwaizumi the ace and pillar seijo was wearing oikawa shed his coat almost involuntarily as he stared at that erection under the lace of the small damp spot (laughs) that made oikawa's own cock throb in excitement he barely saw that iwaizumi had repeated the fishnets on his forearms beautifully accentuating the curves of his muscles with the same pink fur circling his wrists and added a headband with big white felt rabbit ears to top it off when he put his hands on the knot of his tie, though, Iwazumi rolled up onto his knees and reached over the edge of the bed. Let me do this, Oikawa. Oh, let me do that, Oikawa. He said, his voice husky. Where's the husk, Liz? I can't make a... I don't have a husky voice. Let me do that. <laughs> like, like, like that. husky voice. Bring the husk on. Um, <laughs> as he pushed Oikawa's hands aside and loosened Oikawa's tie himself. Please. 
he added, seemingly as an afterthought. Yes, Oikawa said. Iwazumi's fingers worked underneath his jaw, his knuckles brushed the base of Oikawa's neck as he unbuttoned Oikawa's collar and the top button of his shirt. Instead of removing the tie, though, he wound his fingers in it and pulled Oikawa down on top of him on the bed. Fur brushed Oikawa's cheek as Iwazumi wrapped his other arm around Oikawa's shoulders and kissed him. His lips parted and tongue eager. 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 There was warm bare skin everywhere under Oikawa's hands. He gripped Iwazumi's shoulders and claimed Iwazumi's mouth was his own. When Okawa pushed back for air, Iwazumi let his head fall back against the mattress. He licked kissed reddened lips and said, So, so the, the costume is correct. Oh, and no, oh, oh, that's you. That's you. My um, bad. So the costume is correct? Oh, yeah. Oikawa told him. The costume's great. He knelt over Iwazumi's hips and cradled Iwazumi's face in his hands, thumb stroking from cheekbones to the base of the bunny ears as he leaned down for another press of his lips to Iwazumi's mouth. Oikawa watched as Iwazumi drew in a breath, stopped, and visibly decided not to explain the construction of his outfit. He rewarded him with another kiss, sliding his tongue over Iwazumi's lower lip and then into his open mouth. He sat up as Iwazumi did and lifted his chin to let Iwazumi unbutton the rest of his shirt. Um, Iwazumi's mouth followed his fingers downward, kissing Oikawa's collarbones and chest, and the bunny ears brushed over Oikawa's face. They made Iwazumi look silly. They made him look vulnerable. Oikawa put his hands on Iwazumi's shoulders and just tried to breathe as Iwazumi pulled his shirt out of the waistband of his pants and licked his stomach. He looked down at the strong lines of Iwazumi's back and there was a fluffy white tail, no doubt attached (laughs) to a butt plug, poking out of the muscular curve of Iwazumi's ass. Oikawa laughed. And that's where I cut it off. Um, Yeah, it's it's just a straight porn no plot fic. (laughs) Love it. It's all porn. It's just a one shot. Uh, It was a cute read though. Um, I I really yeah, totally cute with the with the tail butt plug. That's exactly what I was gonna say. I think it's a cute read. I think it's really funny. Um, And then uh, this is the the next fic we have. You need to explain yourself. I I told you I just picked two fix from the first like search oh, okay. page, okay. um and I like put both the fix I picked like are really like they're pretty known for having their like fan works depict the characters in bunny suits. Yeah, you are totally right. So yes. like I literally know people who cosplay like the Haikyuu bunny suit characters and like also these characters that we're about to talk about in bunny suits. So this one is called a Playboy's Bunny by Milky with two Y's. It's explicit, and it is yeah. a dramatical murder fanfic. <laughs> and it, it was Noise Welcome. and Alba. Welcome. Um, I will say, Noise and Alba was my favorite dramatical murder ship back in middle school. Yeah, because I thought they were, well, uh, A, Noise is hot, and B, I think the porn sequel. So, like, for context, there's dramatical murder. So, like, Stop, there's one porn so scene, you know, at the end of, like, everybody's route it's in so the original funny. game. And then they made a second, like, game, but it's literally just porn. Like, all oh, the kids, yeah. there's just two porn it's routes. It's just, it's just, like, the scenes. It's literally just porn. That's the whole plot. Um, it's there, there is no plot. It's just porn. <laughs> but um, the 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 noise and Alba scene in the sequel <laughs> is so funny because they're in a hotel room, like, in a skyline, like, hotel room. And fucking, um, one of the, like, the quote-unquote, like, bad routes is Noise makes Alba think he pissed himself. And it's so funny. Yes, so funny. He, like, blindfolds him and, like, and, like, makes, he just, like, you know, blinds all his senses so that, like, everything feels more. He's like, you'll feel more if, um, you can't see. And he's like, no, don't do that. And he's like, and now you're handcuffed so you can't touch. He says, no, don't do that. And then, um, he, like, pours water over him and he's like, haha, you pissed yourself. And he's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, and since then, 
<laughs> so my favorite because I think it's so funny. I love how that's like why you like noise. Like I was a Kojaku stan. Well, to be fair, I, like, I the he... childhood best friend, and he's so sexy. But Cow- also like yeah. Kojakov. Yeah. Yes, as everyone called him. <laughs> um, but um, I was I loved him because I thought their scene in the second game was so like beautiful and like tender and emotional. Where it's mm-hmm. and then they fuck in the bathtub. But <laughs> but before but. that, before that, before that, um, a, um, Alba and trust like Kojaku to like cut his hair, and it's just such like a sweet uh, and tender. Dramatical scene. murder is so fucking stupid because like Alba is the <laughs> one person in the entire world who has feeling in his hair, and it's not like oh you pull um, his hair me. and like him you and know. his him and his brother. Oh fuck off! Excuse I don't you. think I remember the plot. Um. <laughs> But I'm embarrassed that I remember. Yeah, that. I literally all I remember is that I tried to like play it without a walkthrough, and I was like, I really want noise to be my ending, but I'm gonna play without a walkthrough, and I kept getting clear. So I had a result Damn. to using a walkthrough because apparently That's all that. my answers go with clear, and I think it's really funny because I've dated two people now who cosplayed clear dramatical murder. My first partner ever cosplay clear and my boyfriend cosplayed clear with his ex like years ago they did clear in alba and i think the pictures are so funny it's um, (laughs) like it's not even like a oh he's kissing another girl i'm jealous like it's so funny to look at like i i've looked at those photos because they're so fucking funny (laughs) i'm like you're 15 and you're cosplaying the gay porn game yeah um but i love i always i it was so easy for me to get kojaku because like he, because like you know, Liz, like the that's one just clutch, your type. Yeah, it's one hundred percent just my type. But also, literally, you have so many options where it's like go to someone else or go to Kojaku. So I was yeah. like, yeah, fucking go to he him. He definitely like, has duh. the easiest route. Um, Throwback to, to how like you literally fuck a dog. Oh yeah, one hundred. <laughs> like, like fucking the little blue dog that you'll see with Alba, the main character of that. You can fuck him. That is a route. Oh, because... you can fuck him. You can fuck him reincarnated in his twin brother's body. Yeah, it's really not. And you can also fuck him in the mindscape, but you get like trapped in the mindscape. Oh my god! And like he just internally rapes you. It's um, really fucked up. It's huge trigger warning for dramatic yeah! in general. Like, like Mink's whole thing. Mink's whole thing is that he's oh, rapey. My god. And, and then in the sequel, so in the sequel one, um, he, he gets, turns, like, the best route. <laughs> he does. He gets, like, redeemed, but also, like, you know, kind of, like, rips off Native American culture, but yeah. they don't like to talk about that. Um, uh, and the thing, the thing that makes me mad is because I loved, um, Virus and Trip, but they oh don't God. have any good ending. And I was like, God damn it. Yeah, don't, it wasn't because they were rapey as well. They didn't, yeah, they didn't have any good ending. And they were the scene kids. So yeah. I like loved them. So I was a scene kid when I played it. So I was like, oh my God, they're the scene kid so, characters. Liz, you know them, but... how I did that massive um, Genshin Impact group over yes. the weekend at the con? Yeah. Um, had, like a good chunk of the people I did the group with did a dramatical murder group as well Sunday. <laughs> Please send me photos. That's so funny. Yeah, I'll, I'll, um, you can find them on my account, honestly. I've been mutuals with them for a long ass time. I love it. I just thought it was really funny that they're doing it in our good year, 2021. Um, I'm sorry. At the last KatsuCon, there was a dramatical murder shoot at the gazebo. Oh, I know, Liz. We Friday play, night prime We play time. a drinking game. Like, Liz and I have a drinking game when we go to cons. We, like, take a shot for every dramatical murder cosplay we see. I'll never forget... Um, I think it was the second Katsu. Was it the first or second Katsu we it all was, went to? Um, it was no, it was our first. It was our first one we went to together. Okay, um, we were like we started, you know, the drinking game of oh, if you see a dramatical murder cosplayer, take a shot. And we then it was fucked. it was eleven a.m. Saturday, 
And there was an Alba and Kojaku cosplayer making out on the escalators going up. Like, and we were like, very crowded. And we were like, that is worth at least five shots. Right? Shots. And we're <laughs> yeah. like, we'll do them later. Uh, long story short, doing... we got fucked up that day. Oh my god. Um, um, if you if you cosplay dramatical murder in this good year, please send it to me. I want to see it. Honestly, like cringe culture is dead, but also like like it's also it's dramatical murder. murder. So, it's like people with a fucking hotful boyfriend. Um, what was the Catboy one that um everyone was into as well? Um, excuse me. Um, the Nekopara Neko boy? No, not that one. Oh, I was like. Damn, no, like, no, 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 no. I love that one. There was a, it was like a cat game. My ex was, one of my exes was like obsessed with it and um, got me like boys? a bootleg. Yeah, it was cat boys. Wait, I gotta look this up. Uh, cat boy Japanese hentai game. Love it. It's, everything I'm trying to find is like Nekopara. And I'm like, not Nekopara. Yeah, that's what, yeah. I can't remember the name of it. It was, it was a visual novel. Um, I'm looking this up. I have to know. I have to know. It's not Nekopara. Um. Uh. <laughs> why is this so hard to find? Why is Neko? Because like I'm pretty sure this came out. But, like yeah, this came out before Nekopara. So this is like old. Like I literally had to get um. And the thing is, the Nekopara, the the boy one, just came out like this year. Yeah. So it's 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 a lot older. It's. Um, and I can't remember. Lamento! That's what it was! Lamento! I found oh it! Oh my god. A Lamento Beyond the Void. My ex was literally fucking obsessed with that game. Um, wanted us to all, like, this is back when I was in a poly relationship. Uh, so one of my exes wanted me and our other partner to cosplay it. So we played it. And I just, I'll never forget, there's literally, like, it, you can skip it, but there's a whole ass boar sequence. Um, oh god. Because, um, like, they're all cowboys, right? But like they they are live in an apocalyptic world, and um, they can't like like they're out of food and shit, and like, there's some void. I don't remember the entire plot. I just remember that there's a scene where these two like lovers are like like they they have to like draw straws basically in the villages, and whoever gets like picked like gets sacrificed, and everybody gets to eat him, mm-hmm. and it happens like once a month just so they don't run out of food. Jesus. And it happens like to this lover, like this pair of lovers. He's like, no, I don't want to be eaten. And he's like, but like, you know, like we can't do anything about it. And he's like, well, if I'm going to die, if I'm going to be consumed, I at least want to be consumed by you. So they literally have divorced. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I didn't know at the time when I first played it through it, I didn't know you could skip it. So I sat there oh, you sat through there. the war scene and I was oh, texting no. my ex. I was like, why would you make me do this? Why would you like subject me to this? And he's and like, they were probably like, why didn't you skip it? Literally, they said that. They're like, why didn't you just skip it? I was like, you can skip it? And also, I remember there's this thing where, where um, the, the main character like vored snakes or something. I don't remember why. I just remember he ate snakes or there were like snake eggs in him mm-hmm. or something. Some. It was a lot. Okay. Um the the age of Otome games when they first really became popular was mm-hmm. a lot. Like it there aren't words. Anyways, let's get into the dramatical <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um this is from Noise's POV, so I'll read for Noise and you can read for his like little rabbit robot thingies and uh, yeah. Alba. I to be honest, I totally forgot that he had those like things and that's why he like bunny stuff kind of is associated with him because he had yeah. those like robot bunny thingies i don't remember the plot at all um okay so 
after Looks noise like had to do a playthrough yeah, no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding after noise had left work that night he made it home in record time pushing the door open he brought in the light misting of early april rain and porch light along with him i'm home he called out to an empty room as he took off his shoes his voice echoing off the lofty ceilings it was a habit he had grown quite accustomed to from his time in japan plus he knew it upset alba when he just snuck in per usual the osaki modoki were thrilled to see him they're shrill Noisan is home. Noisan is home. Was a celebratory chant. Their little cubes dancing around in circles at his feet. While a year ago he would have rolled his eyes and barked at them to cut it out, but Alba made it very clear that there would be no verbal berating of the bunnies while he was in this I household. He bent down, picking up the leader. You're noisy. I just think it's really funny that you can like that, tell. I, I can yeah. Like you can tell this was written by somebody who like played with subtitles type stuff because like they're like you know Tadaima, I'm home or like like Rusai, like you're noisy. It's just so funny to me. Um, yeah. I can just I can picture noise saying this stuff in Japanese. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. Just because he couldn't berate them didn't mean he had to be cuddly. Noisan, we missed you. We have many updates to inform you of. Tell me about it tomorrow, he said, setting his briefcase on the counter. And don't wake me up at six a.m. like last time. I'll be busy. Roger! He pocketed the cube. The other bunnies quickly followed. Tonight, he didn't linger by the refrigerator or even bother turning on the television. He just checked his coil, looking at the messages he received nearly two hours ago and read at least a dozen times. I'll probably be in the bedroom. Don't rush. He smirked. This was the reason why Noise loved bets. Alba was a fussy loser, and it was even more fun getting the freedom to purchase an outfit and set it out for his lover's wearing without any restrictions at all. The perfect way to end the work week. He made his way to the bedroom, reaching into his pocket to make sure that the bunny cubes were in sleep mode. The light was on. No one was in the bed. He stood there for a moment, wondering if he had been cheated when there was a sudden clatter in the bathroom. Alba, I'm here, Noise said, making his way over to the door. When he opened it, he got a delightful display of Alba's ass as he was bending over to pick up a jar. And was that a bodysuit? Causing the older to squeak in shock. Close the door! I'm not ready yet! Alba hollered back. He twisted around and snatched a towel, covering himself. Noise ignored him, grinning. Go away! Go! Alba tried to shoo him out, his sudden frantic movements causing the towel to slip a little. He showed some more of those bare legs. But I'm ready now, <laughs> Noise replied, taking his I can fucking imagine this little asshole I doing know, that. I know, I know. The worst part is, like, like this, is oh, sure, so this comes off as, like, cringy reading or, what, like, fanfic writing. This is exactly how so the game is. Literally, this is exactly, like, this would be a scene in the game. Are, like, are we sure yeah. that this person didn't write for the game? <laughs> Ghostwriter. Alba tightened his clutch on the towel. Be patient, for goodness sakes, you brat. You're going to ruin it if you don't leave. Noise considered it. He was never one to wait. But Alba did look rather pathetic in this state. Fine, I'm giving you five minutes, he said, stepping his way out. Ten. Five and a half. Ten. I'll drag you out at five. Before Alba could say much else, Noise closed the door. He made his way over to the bed, plopping onto the expensive mattress, running his hands up and down the satin sheets. It was a sensation that still amazed him, how it felt the way that rainwater looked on the highway. Oh, yeah, didn't he have that thing, that that, that condition where, like, he doesn't feel pain? Oh, he doesn't feel pain, yeah. Yeah, like, he, he has, like, a, a diluted, like, sense of touch. Like, he literally mm-hmm. can't feel pain. Um, mm-hmm. That was, like, that's part of, like, why, if you guys look at a picture of him, he, like, is covered in piercings. I'm pretty sure his dick's pierced, like, a lot. Oh, yeah, too. it is. Um, just because, like, he literally doesn't feel the yeah. pain. I love how it's really like, oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, like, you know, you, you <laughs> I remember, know. I remember this, like, awfully. Like, this is this is awful. I, unfortunately, so only remember the piss scene just because I thought it was I think, so funny. I like, think it was because I played it. I got my friend Asher to play it, like, No, you got Asher to play it. Ago. He's into it. He's 
Yeah, you just ruined every perception I have of that sweet boy. He's like a child. He's oh, not man. actually a child. He is an adult. Yeah, he, he, he is an illegal adult, but like, you know. He, he's he's like a child to me. Liz has known him for many years. Yes. Um, we used to play League of Legends. <laughs> uh he could faintly smell vanilla did alba spray something he scrunched his nose at the scent it was a little sugary for his taste though at least it didn't smell like microwave pasta and month-old pizza anymore alba has hated his habit of eating in the bedroom he sat there twiddling his thumbs wondering if he should if he should take off his clothing in preparation but halfway through undoing his belt the door opened again alba stood in the doorframe face down brows pushed in so there it was in its full glory, a tiny bodysuit that happened to hug Alba's trim waist and hips, neckline stopping just before the nipple and a sweetheart curved. There was a bow tie, loosely wrapped around his neck like a present for noises unwrapping, and of course, the signature bunny ears on top of his head, and certainly, on the behind, there had to be a tail. Noise smiled. That was four and a half minutes, Noise pointed out as Alba made his way to the bed. You're never on time. And you're never willing to wait. Alba huffed. He climbed up onto the bed, knelt in front of his boyfriend. They didn't say anything for a moment. Noise let himself take in the image, imagining how supple Alba's thighs were. Oh, right. He could touch and feel for himself. He stroked the older's lean legs, enjoying the way his eyes fell, embarrassment already hot on his cheeks. I love how he's like, oh, wait, fuck. Like, I can actually, like... He's like, oh, yeah, I don't have to jerk off. I can just touch him. You look very cute tonight, Alba, Noise commented, stroking closer up to the hemline of the bodysuit. Alba's face got even pinker. You should praise yourself. You're the one who came up with this in the first place. He grumbled in return. He tried to hold, take a hold of Noise's hand and move it, but the younger resisted. You didn't resist me very much when I won the bet, Noise replied. To be honest, you looked a little excited. Alba gaped and whatever tint his skin had taken on deepened it into a red. No, I wasn't happy at all. He bit off. I didn't want to partake in this perverted fantasy of yours in the first place. But you're here now, Noise raised a brow. Yeah, against my own will. Alba returned. They stared at each other, locked in a stalemate. Um, well, since you're so miserable, I may as well enjoy myself, Noise finally said in response to Alba's pout. My first order of the evening is that you bend over. Get up off the bed. Let me look. Alba hesitated, <laughs> glaring at him. Really? Noise just flitted a hand. Get on with it. Alba huffed and rolled his eyes, moving off the bed. This is so in character, I hate it. I know! <laughs> Noise could see the flesh starting to spread across Alba's milky skin, going as deep as his collarbones. He took his time, moving to the side of the bed where Noise could see him properly, adjusting his suit and ears before he leaned down. The suit pressed tight against the curve of his ass, plus cheeks, plush cheeks already spilling out past the hemline. The swell of his balls was evident <laughs> through the fabric <laughs> as Alba bent all the way down. Noise was right. There was a fluffy little white tail. He swallowed. Get on your hands and knees, he demanded. Okay, I'm, I... <laughs> Come on, no, this is so funny. Do you it, want me to keep going? Do we... Yeah, it's almost done. Oh, it's almost uh, done. Okay, 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 I'll keep going then. I'm so into this, I love it, it's so funny. <laughs> okay, you guys can blame Liz for this then. He demanded. He heard Alba huff, grunt some kind of petulant reply under his breath before he complied. Kneeling down to the ground gave Noise a whole new angle. The expansive skin that was bared by open back, the bumps of his spine. Noise licked his lips, folded his hands at his lap, Ah, yes, he purred. Please, <laughs> stick your butt up in the air a little more. Ah, just like that. Ah, just like that. He imagined <laughs> clutching that butt in his hands, giving it a good, nice good squeeze, and that cotton tail. Alba muttered something else incomprehensible, but Noise was hardly in the mood to retort. There was no reason to spoil the mood, and instead continued undoing his belt. Why are you why, so- Oh, that's you. Oh, why are you so silent up there? Alba asked after a moment of silence. 
busy, he grunted in response. <laughs> he unfastened his zipper, pushing his slacks off his legs. He thought about leaving his underwear for Alba, but then took them off anyways. His cock was already beginning to swell with anticipation. <laughs> um, can I get up from here now? Uh, Alba asked. The carpet smells funny. Yes, come here. Alba hardly looked impressed when he saw that noise had gotten his bottoms off. He just stalked his way back to the bed, crawling onto the mattress once more. Now what? Noise hadn't thought this far ahead. He certainly didn't want to undress Alba just yet. No, this outfit was a little too fun. So he decided to turn the tables. How about you decide, Alba Pion? Uh, I'm pretty sure Pion is like the, like, means like bunny or whatever. Like, yuppies. It's like the, like the same way like, uh, you would use like Chan, like to be cutesy and friendly or whatever. Pion is like, kind of like animal-like, like bunny-like, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, he smirked at the nickname, knowing it was incredibly dumb, perfect for making that lovely blush reappear on Alba's skin. Alba pressed his lips together, looking fed up. Oh, so you're allowing me some rights here now? I didn't know rabbits had any freedom. He said, sarcastic. And that's where I stopped uh, the, <laughs> the, the copy paste. Oh my gosh. That was, that was too... That was too, it, it was like, it was too, too in character, right? Like, it, it's actually it's, so in character. It's so funny, though. I know. It's great. I like how you, you doubted me at first, Liz. You doubted that I would find a quality um, dramatic. I was just more fanfic. shocked. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? We're reading a fucking dramatical murder fic in 2021. Yes. Isn't that what everybody wanted to hear? The crowd goes silent. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I don't know about that one. <sighs> okay, um, I, we're, we, we're definitely, uh, this is pushing to be a longer one, so, um, I'm going to say, I'll keep reading, I don't usually oh, read them. I love bunny suits. I don't I mind them. they're so sexy. I love bunny suits, but, like, I don't usually read fics with bunny suits. Because, mm-hmm. like. Yeah, but, same. Uh, it's just, I, the characters I usually read fics for, like, aren't the type to wear that, personally. I just read college AU. Yeah, I know, Liz. Um, so uh, <laughs> let's move on then, Liz. What did you get randomly assigned? I got assigned true love. Aww. Aww, so wholesome. I know. <laughs> like a complete, like, 180. Um, but a true love is just the belief that a specific character is another character's perfect soulmate, a love interest that is meant to be, and that's directly taken from the fan lore. This is, like super fucking popular in disney like of course like of course. your true love um i also got um some like more info from the tv tropes page one true love and this is like another word for word i'm really just going through it because this is so straightforward and we're pushing on yeah. time so it's word for word from tv tropes the most indomitable of romantic ideals is the idea of one utter perfect specimen who is your ultimate match perhaps they will have everything in common with you and share your dreams perhaps you'll be there uh they will be your uh your foil because true love is exceptional a third possibility is mind link mates leading the two of them to understand each other better than anyone else Um. and um i think I mean, you guys all know me and Gabs are, like, sappy romantic, yeah. so, like, I love true love, like, uh I'm sorry, it's just the fact that you said it had to do with Disney. Can I tell a, a quick story from this weekend? Yes. So, uh, Nick and I cosplayed Flynn and Rapunzel on Sunday, right? Yes. And we were hanging out with some friends, and I'm I'm not going to say who it is. I mean, you know them, so I'm, I'm just not going to say it just because they're involved. I don't know if they, they want to be involved in the story, but um, 
they had another friend who like ran up to them who apparently kinned Rapunzel from like the Tangled series, but like uh-huh. you know kinned kinned like it's not just like a I relate to this character and love her. It's yeah. I am Rapunzel. Um, okay. And and Nick was in Flynn, and I wasn't with them. Uh, I was with my friends at the time. Like I was sitting to the yeah. side reading because I was so tired. So they went to the dealer's room alone. Yeah. And um, apparently she ran up and was, like, so excited. Apparently was, like, obsessed with with the fact that, like, you know, oh, my God, there's a Flynn Rider, blah, 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 and, like, was so excited and, like, begged our friends to introduce uh, introduce them. And um, Mm -hmm. the first thing that my our friends had to say is, oh, yeah, this is Nick. Um, He's taken. So, yeah. <laughs> so, he was and like, it, don't get any fucking yeah, ideas. And, and Nick didn't realize, you know, at first, like, that's why he was like, okay, that's a little weird, but maybe, you know, that's just our friends being weird. You know, he didn't realize that this person, like, like was obsessed with Flynn because they wanted yeah. to date Flynn Rider. Yeah. Um, and they're just like. I mean, I too want to date Flynn Rider, but. You yeah, know. no, yeah. But the way it, it, they were just yes. like so creepy about it. And it's, Nick didn't realize until like later. Oh, and he was like, I wait, because I like found their Instagram. I was like, wait, Nick, no, Nick, Nick, they can Rapunzel. They, they want, they were like hitting on you. <laughs> Nick is too pure. Nick just like assumes the best of everyone and like doesn't realize that people have a crush on him until it's too late or if they mm-hmm. do have a crush on him and like he realizes it like he's really good at that like you know respecting boundaries like for our relationship you know if he knows somebody has a crush on him he just straight up ignores it until it goes away or until like he has to cut them off because they're mm-hmm. fucking creeps about it which unfortunately has happened but like yeah. so like it's just so funny to me like people like just forget I exist <laughs> every time they see him oh my god he just cosplays the characters that people simp over and like yeah. So it makes people forget that he has a girlfriend. Oh, no. It's funny, though. I'm not going to lie. Um, okay, sorry, but, sorry. I uh, didn't mean to sidetrack there. No, you're good. You're good. Um, I mean, we've we've covered Soulmates, so it's very much fucking yes. basically the exact same thing as Soulmates. Yes. Literally, like, yeah. Um, but, I mean, I guess we could just get into the fic. I mean, I don't really have much more to say on True Love other than, like, I love it and, like, yeah like yes i don't know um so i chose this fic called gulls and roses by almasi it's spelled a-l-m-a-a-s-i it's a dusty outfit because i was Ooh. like you know we gotta choose the trope like, uh, are you've been watching pairing. supernatural lately right my my brother and his girlfriend are watching Supernatural, and my older brother's so into it. My older brother loves it. I wait, um, I didn't know your older brother was into it. That's so funny. no, like he she got him really into it. He fucking loves Supernatural. I love that. And um and so I was like, oh, is Cassiel here yet? Because that's all I fucking care about. As and um and so uh, Lauren's like we talked about Lauren Lauren seeing my older yes. brother. Um, but she's like, yeah, um, I'm rewatching this, and like I didn't realize how bad the queer baiting was until yes. this rewatch she's i'm like yeah it's that's the reason why it's like the number one show with like really bad queer baiting and they talk about it all the time but um yeah yeah Ship to end all ships and they're watching it so i was like you know what might as well um I still need to watch it i would no, like you know, to Liz. watch it i want to watch it i watched one episode and i thought it was funny i'll yeah. let you have it um, I'll let you have it. Like there, I will say, like uh, you know, I did watch like the first two seasons of it, and then I just no. I but just those are like anymore. those are like the bad seasons. Like, apparently, it, it, it like, I was say, like, it objectively like wasn't horrible. It was just like a trashy CW show. So yeah. like you know, it's like it's all like oh, fear baiting aside, it's not. A I horrible can watch show. a trashy t- CW yeah. show. Exactly. So. Like it's not a horrible show. It's just supernatural. It's just supernatural. <laughs> okay. Okay. Go ahead. Um. But um. 
I don't think I don't know who is. It looks like Dean is mostly his yeah. POV. So do you? Yeah, I I'll mean, read for like Sam and casts. Yeah, sounds good. Okay. Okay. I'll catch up with you in one second, Sammy. Dean said, clapping his brother on the shoulder. Just gotta find Cass. He wandered off, muttering something about a donut vendor. He said the ghosts already left, and I think I'm with him on this one. This place seems pretty unhaunted to me. Maybe it's insurance fraud and some special effects savvy accountant in a mask. You go search the main office and see what clues you you can dig up. Sam snorted. Uh, okay, Fred. Who made you boss? Dean made a disparaging noise. Oh, his he's making a fucking Scooby Doo joke. Dear, I was so, yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> Who the fuck is Fred? <laughs> Rude, Velma. Sam just grinned, wafting a hand dismissively before he jogged off. Uh, see, oh, they're like by like an ocean. So that's why like it's the gulls. Oh. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry, because it's just gonna talk about like being near a pier. So sea spray uh, surged up, hit the pier, and covered him. But Sam didn't seem to mind. He shook the water off his long hair and carried on. Gross, Dean said, shoving his fist into the pockets of his leather jacket, turning his back on the sea. He was staying where the seaweed couldn't get him. He breathed deeply as he searched the immediate area for Cass, wondering if it would be wrong to pinch some abandoned donut balls if anyone was around to sell them to him. Cass, he called, finding the angel facing a snack kiosk. There you are. Cass stood with his shoulders tense, hands flat on the kiosk desk. He still held the, held the red rose in one hand. There. Oh, I'm sorry. I cut out a part where, um, like... Dean gives Cass, like, a red rose, and, like, it's, like, Aww. a big deal. So, like, he, Dean doesn't know what's up yet. So, um, yeah. Okay. As Dean approached, he heard Castiel speaking to someone inside. You don't understand. He growled. I need pie. Oh, yeah, Dean loves pie. And then, um, I'll just be, I'll be the vendor. I can, I can be the vendor, I don't mind. Okay. I said we're closed. The vendor said and yanked the screen down between themselves and Castiel slamming it and locking it tight. Uh, Castiel huffed in frustration, turning away. His scowl evaporated as he saw Dean. Also, I will say, I didn't read this pic at all, so this is a full surprise. Thank you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Dean said, standing close. What's what's going on? Oh, fuck. Um, He won't sell me pie. Castiel said sadly. The hell do you need pie for? Dean st- uh, started to grin. You finally getting the appeal? Ah, oh, yes. I knew you would eventually. He leaned in and buttered ca- uh, buttered Castiel's side with his elbow. Welcome to the club. It's not for me. It's for you. Castiel said, eyebrows drawn together as he stormed off. Whoa, hey, Dean said, trotting after his friend. What do you need pie for? Or maybe the better question is, how did you know I was craving something sweet? Castiel stopped dead, and Dean overshot him uh, by a step before dropping back to his side. Uh, oh, wait, I lost track. Okay, it's for a gift. Castiel said, lifting his rose. You gave me this, and I believe it's human courtesy to return the favor when someone gives a gift. Dean's mouth slid open. Uh, he blinked. Okay? Castiel sniffled. Sorry. <laughs> he sniffled. <laughs> Castiel sniffed his rose again and smiled for maybe the 15th time in half an hour. His eyes remained set on the thick bud, gazing at it adoringly like its existence was precious and wonderful and unbelievable. 
Damn, Cass, it's just a flower, Dean muttered, smiling helplessly as he angled his chin away, embarrassed. It's not a big deal. It's been out on this pier since this morning. It's probably dirty and bruised anyway. Cassia looked curiously at Dean. A rose by any other name would smell as sweet. Excuse me? It is what it is, Cassiel said, holding Dean's eye. It was a gift from you, and I don't care what state it's in. It's beautiful, and I appreciate it. <laughs> Dean imagined little pink anime stripes were appearing on his cheeks right about now. I like <laughs> not the <laughs> pink anime stripes. <laughs> it's like you you can tell the person the person who wrote this was a fucking weeb. Or you, you can know. tell this was written like ten years ago. <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember when it was from. I just did by kudos, and it was like on like. The oh, first so page. this is this is definitely an older fic then. Oh yeah, one hundred. Oh, I always do it by kudos. So I'm like, I want fucking popular shit. I know? love that. I didn't realize you did that. Maybe I should start doing that. Oh yeah, because I'm like, you know what? I'd rather get something that, because when you do it by kudos, you get stuff that's like really kind of, one, it's popular within the tag itself, and mm-hmm. usually has a tendency to be a little bit more about it. But, um, yeah. Um, he couldn't even respond. He didn't know how. His brain was all staticky. Um, I, I wanted to get you pie. Cassiel said, eyes downturned. But I failed. (laughs) He reached into his trench coat pocket and pulled out a black stone smooth by the sea. As I just, I failed. I failed. This rock is three billion years old. It's worth at least its weight in gold. In fact, it has gold in it. But for some reason, the pie vendor won't accept it as payment. He seemed genuinely perplexed. Yeah, I would too. Why wouldn't they just accept it as payment? God. (laughs) Dean stared from his frozen position, shoulders sinking down, hands escaping his pockets and curling into fists before relaxing. He swiped his salty lips with a weir- his weirdly warm tongue and pushed out a breath, which soon formed into words. You good? Yeah, sorry. You tried to pay for pie with a rock? Cassiel met his eyes. Anyway. Oh, no. There, sorry, I skipped ahead. It's a very special rock. A smirk inched up one side of Dean's face. Yeah, no kidding. Anyway, the point is, there's no pie, and I have no gift for you. I'm sorry, Dean. Cassiel gazed at Dean and sorrow was softening the lines below his eyes, gleaming across his galaxy blue stare. Dean parted his lips, sweating them again. Also, the galaxy blue stare, the gal- that whole- just the word galaxy is like, <laughs> boom, 2014 Tumblr, 2014 Tumblr. It does feel you. very like that. When it, remember when everybody cosplayed with galaxy makeup? Like, that was the thing to do. Oh my that god, That was so weird. That. No yeah, offense if you galaxy, enjoyed that. Just galaxy was so popular. Yeah, galaxy. I never got the hype, I'm gonna be real. Um, I had a galaxy backpack. <laughs> of course you did. You shopped- you like lived at Hot Topic, Liz. Why do you think- It was- it was actually wasn't mine. My friend Sue gave it to me. So uh-huh. I had a galaxy backpack from Sue. I love Sue so much. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I promise. Um, um, okay, but then it's, yeah, yeah, Dean parted his lips. Yeah. Dean parted his lips, wetting them again. You you know you don't have to buy gifts, right? Cassia looked at his rose, then back at Dean. Um, oh, wait, I lost. Oh, there we go. Can I steal the pie like you stole the rose? What? No, that's not what I... Dean bowed his head, bowed his head, lips together, bumping a fist up and down in front of him as he tried to reel in a co- in a coherent sentence. <laughs> Us. <laughs> <laughs> you literally.
really me trying to speak. Look, he said eventually, gazing fondly at Cass. Gifts can be simple, don't have to cost anything, you know? You can write a note, or give something you already have, or make something, or do something special like a favor. This person's British. I'm sorry, they spelled favor F-A-V-O-U-R. To be fair, I always forget, like, what is the British spelling versus the, like, not British spelling, and I'm so bad it's, at it. The British spelling is more fancy and has the extra I letter. know, but, like, I always forget, like, which one's usually more accepted. Like, because I, I always just accidentally end up writing in the British spelling. Like, Oh, my gosh. Especially when it's words like gray. Like, I just, I always do, and then oh, I get yelled I, at. Yeah, I understand. Okay. A show of gratitude through gesture. Dean hurled his hand forward, then stopped, realizing the gesture was unexpressive and Cass didn't get it. Dean rubbed the back of his neck. Listen, don't worry about it, he said, shaking his head. You like the rose, so it's fine. I'm happy enough with that. I don't need anything in return. He dropped his hand, pocketing both his fists. He shrugged. Let's just go. Sam's ransacking the head office by himself. For all we know, he's re- uh, reordering their filing cabinet while- cabinets while he's at it. Dean turned his back on Cass, ready to move on, but Cassiel hurried after him, taking his inner elbow, rotating him on the spot. Voice low and determined, Cassiel declared, I know what I want to give you. You do? Cassiel's eyes eyed his rose, pondering it. Red roses are a symbol of true love. They are? Dean didn't know why he asked that. Of course he knew it hadn't been on purpose, but somehow he picked a road. He'd picked a rose instinctively. Yes, they are. Castiel's eyes were bright, and he stood tall and proud, eyeing Dean with no small amount of smugness. I know exactly what you want. You do. <laughs> that one was a serious question. Dean really, really happy and Cass are on the same page here. Castiel stepped close, too close, and Dean realizes they were on very different pages, different books, different libraries. <laughs> Dean's heart was hammering against his ribs by now, but he couldn't do a damn thing about it. Or maybe he didn't want to. Maybe his legs locked up and his heart soared and his temperature doubled as Cassiel leaned in close. Because he'd realized what was coming, and it wasn't worth the effort to correct Cass's assumptions. This was not what he had expected. But maybe he wanted it anyway. Yeah, he wanted it. <laughs> Cassie, <laughs> I love this. I actually, I love this pick. Thank God I chose it. Is, it is cute. It is cute. Um, Cassiel pressed his chest up against Dean's, his exhale warm on, on Dean's sea salty, sticky cheek. Oh my god, I love just like, sorry, that's just making me think about being at like the beach and like, you know, like the feeling of sea salt in the air. I love the beach, sorry. I guess. Um, side, <laughs> note, side note, um, do you notice Casti- uh, Dean noticed Castiel close his eyes, and Dean did too, reflexively, as he felt the press of Castiel's lips on the side of his mouth. Dean opened his mouth just a little. He closed it. Okay, that was a kiss. An accidental one? Dean did it again. He took Castiel by the lapel of his coat and tilted his head, sighing as Castiel wrapped two warm, steady hands against Dean's neck, holding him as they embraced, lip to lip, uh, nudging, smooching. Really, there was no other less squishy word for it. They were smooching. Definitely. They were smooching. (laughs) Smooching. I love it. (laughs) Dean felt his knees go weak. Like, honestly, he felt kind of wobbly on his feet. Lumberjack Ted's boots set, uh, set flat on a rough on rough pier wood and he felt like he was gonna fall over a hard gush 
a gush of sea spray thumped the pier, and Dean actually imagined the world rocked, uh, rocked for a moment. The spray hissed down over him, and it took a few moments to realize the new tingles on his skin were different tingles to before. Um, I mean, I think we could cut it off there, because it's just going to be kind of more of more. Yeah, of I mean, that's cute. I'm not going to lie. Cute. I, I actually enjoyed that. I, I was a little hesitant when you were like, it's a supernatural fic. And I was like, Liz. I I was I I was like I gotta choose something. You you cannot judge me. You chose a dramatical murder. Yes. Fic. However, there was a reason that I chose a dramatical murder fic. It made sense with the trope. You were like true love. I think of Destiel. No, I never said <laughs> I thought of Destiel. I said it's just the it's like one of the uh-huh. most iconic shit. Uh huh. Sure. Um, and I also just didn't want to read another Stucky fic for everyone. <laughs> Because that's totally to what it. I would have read. That's fair. We we have definitely come to expect that for you. So I wanted to give a little switch up moment, and I thought this was a good week, and I ended up choosing a fucking good fit. It was it was a cute one. Yes. I do have to wonder what year it's from though. Um, I could give me one second. Yeah, I'm, I'm really curious just because like very much like early. Uh, early if it's 2014, I'm gonna scream. Yeah. 2018? Really? <laughs> what? This does not seem like a 2018 fic. No, it doesn't. Um, that is surprising. You know, let me see, because I'm like, maybe it was somewhere else, but I don't think so. No. What the fuck? Yeah. Well, it says, why does it say reblog this fic? Is it going to bring me to Tumblr? Oh my god, it brought me to Tumblr. No! <laughs> Not literally like reblog. What the re-blog. fuck does that mean? I was like, this shit is not bringing me to Tumblr. It, it brings me to, to Tumblr. Tumblr. Jesus Christ. Oh my god. Um, but I will continue to read True Love Fix because I'm sappy. Thank you. What about you? Yes. Um. Yeah. Like literally anything I read that's not porn is like a fucking soulmate fix. So obviously same. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what else we need to say to wrap it up, but, um, yeah, we like this. I feel like no one's shocked that we like this trope. We know it's literally everything we love, but, um, yeah. So, um, I guess we can end the episode and go on to social media, right? Yeah. Where, Liz, where can we find you on social media? Um, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Twitch at LazilyList. What about you, Gabs? You can find me on Twitter, TikTok, Twitch and Instagram at Flighty the Nerd. Liz, where can we find more on the show? You can find the show on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Trope Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Trope Podcast or their Trope Battle for Dominance. If you need to email us for any reason, like suggestions, um, you know, comments, feedback, anything, please email, email us at tropedominance at gmail.com. Please also send good Maze Runner and Twilight Fix. We'd really appreciate it. Please comment, follow, subscribe, whatever it is, wherever you listen to the show. It helps us a lot. Thank you. Yeah, you guys have a good one. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.